0: Welcome to Shear Jeshub, coming from Shi'ar Jeshub, Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, and featuring the ministry of Pastor Greg Scalzo. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and today we will be listening to the conclusion of a sermon in my husband's series on heavenly authority. We are at the point in the series where Pastor is discussing the New Testament office of administrations, as the Apostle Paul lists it in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 28. The Greek word used there derives from a helmsman or ship's captain, and Pastor Greg has shown how the words used in the Bible for elder, pastor, which is a shepherd, and bishop or overseer, are used interchangeably and refer to this office of those who direct the individual churches. Remember to visit our website for serious Bible study and our library of these important Bible study programs, as well as information about our church and the archive of our Sunday service live streams, where Pastor Greg is currently teaching on last-day events. You'll find it all at shiarjashub.org, and you can find the spelling of shiarjashub in Isaiah 7, verse 3. When we left off, Pastor was discussing 1 Peter, chapter 5, verses 1 to 4, where Peter writes, The elders who are among you I exhort. I, who am a fellow elder and a witness, of the sufferings of Christ, and also a partaker of the glory that will be revealed. Shepherd the flock of God which is among you, serving as overseers, not by compulsion, but willingly, not for dishonest gain, but eagerly, nor as being lords over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that does not fade away. Let's rejoin Pastor Greg, and we'll go back a minute for context.
1: So not lord over the ones, those entrusted to you. Rather, how do you, how are they to exercise their ministry? Nor is being lords over those entrusted to you, verse 3, but being examples to the flock. And there you have the word flock again. Being examples to the flock. These are important points of leadership. Willingly, eagerly, not compulsion, not greed, not to lord it over, to be an example. Being an example to the flock. Now. You remember we've seen Jesus when we study apostles that Jesus is the apostle, right? And when we study the office of prophets we saw Jesus is the prophet. And when we study the office of teacher we saw Jesus was the teacher is the teacher. He is the healer. He is the miracle worker, right? Well, it's no surprise to us then the scriptures tell us he is the shepherd. He is the overseer. What does he say here? If you look on in verse four, let me read back in verse two. Verse two, shepherd the flock of God which is among you, serving as overseers, not by compulsion, but willingly, not for dishonest gain, but eagerly, not as being lords over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And verse four, when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that does not fade away. The chief shepherd, that's ake poimen. Poimen the shepherd or pastor. The ake, chief, ake, like ake means chief, the source, that word comes into English a lot. The chief shepherd, the chief pastor, and obviously Jesus as the chief shepherd truly set an example for anyone else in ministry. Uh, Ultimately, the flock, the sheep, belong to him. He is the chief shepherd. That's why he tells Peter, tend my sheep. The sheep belong to Jesus Christ. He is the chief shepherd. He is the good shepherd. And the good shepherd, he he said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. He says in John 10, 14, I am the good shepherd, I know my sheep, and am known by my own. We belong to Jesus Christ. Some in ministry, some in administrations, be they called pastors or bishops or elders, whatever, sometimes think the flock belongs to them. They're entrusted as sub-shepherds with the flock, but the flock belongs to Jesus Christ. Tend my sheep. He is the good shepherd. He knows his sheep, and his sheep know him. In Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 20, Hebrews 13, 20, Now may the God of peace, who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead, that great shepherd, of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you complete in every good work, to do his will, working in you what is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom, to Jesus, be glory forever and ever. Amen." That great shepherd of the sheep, the great pastor, the great Poimain. Now, That's very important, because if you go back earlier in 1 Peter, in 1 Peter chapter 2, we were in 1 Peter chapter 5. If you look at verse 25, Peter says, For you were like sheep going astray, but have now returned to the shepherd, poimain, the shepherd, the pastor, and what? Overseer, episcopus, of your souls the shepherd and the overseer of your souls. And here is where sometimes administration becomes distorted, becomes twisted in the church. The elders, bishops, pastors are to help, to guide in the faith, to feed the sheep, entrusted to them, willingly, eagerly, not lording over them, but as examples. But the overseer, the shepherd of our souls is only Jesus Christ. He is the only one that can shepherd our souls. Obviously, you need people to lead in the church, to guide the church. You'd have chaos. God is not the God of chaos. He's not the God of confusion. You need people to pass down the word that's entrusted to them. That's He set that up in the family where a father is to teach a child. So in the church, the elders are to teach those who are younger. That's the way God does things in His order. But the only one that can shepherd your soul can oversee, be the overseer, the watchman over your soul, over my soul is Jesus Christ. And when anyone tries to step into that position, they've broken the foundation of their authority. Clearly, he sets the example with his love for the sheep that those that are called to be shepherds should have. Right? He's the example for them. But ultimately the flock belongs to him and he is the shepherd. He is the overseer of our souls. When money and power and greed and control creeps in to a church structure into authority structure where a man tries to rule your soul rather than leading a church group there's a bad problem and we've seen that over and over in church history in old churches and in new. There's a bad problem. Only Jesus Christ is the overseer. Only he can be the shepherd of our souls and his example of love as the chief shepherd should be an example to all those called. And look at the, look at the promise here. He says, and when the chief shepherd appears, in verse four of chapter five, you know, shepherd the flock of God, which is among you, serving as overseers, not by compulsion, but willingly, not for dishonest gain, but eagerly, nor as being lords over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, the chief shepherd will appear. The overseer of our souls will appear. Jesus Christ is coming back. You will receive the crown of glory that does not fade away. Think of it, false teachers, false pastors, false bishops, right, false elders, many times will give themselves in this world great splendor, right, to distinguish themselves on how much they're above the others. Think of the splendor of their gowns, their positions, the high steps they go up to show the people how how much higher they are to them. All that splendor they give themselves will pass away and count against them. But the true servant of God that does what's right, he says here, you elders who shepherd the flock, who are overseers, when the chief shepherd, when you do it the right way, when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that does not fade away. That crown of glory shall outshine any of the exaltations that those who are in false leadership give themselves. Because he who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who, who humbles himself, the Lord, when he returns, will exalt. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Father, we thank you that you give us in the church different offices, different ministries, Father. We thank you that your scripture confirms scripture. And we can distinguish, Lord God, between that which is a true office of your Holy Spirit and that which is man-made and ritualized. Father, we pray that as we enter into difficult times, Father, We believe you for your promise that in the last days your spirit will be poured out upon all flesh, that there will be a great revival even in the middle of the darkness, Father God. And we pray that you would indeed raise up helmsmen for your church that would not glorify themselves in their position, neither would they do it by compulsion or for greed, Father God, but as willing servants, tend the flock entrusted to them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.
0: If you have been blessed by our programs over the years, could you prayerfully consider donating $5 each month to keep these important teachings on the station? I know these are economically difficult times for many, but $5 each month from dedicated believers can make all the difference to the ministry of Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle and allow us to continue broadcasting these in-depth Bible studies. We believe solid scriptural teaching going out over the airwaves is so critical for Connecticut's spiritual future. You can make your donation right on our church website at shiarjashub.org. Just use the regular donation option, which will bring you to a secure PayPal page. That web address is shiarjashub.org, Or you could send a check made out to shiarjashoob Christian Tabernacle and mail it to P.O. Box 518, Branford, Connecticut 06405.